We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I'm your host today, Jared Timms, and I am joined alongside my co-host, my partner in crime, Nate Green. But Nate, we're pushing you to the side. We do have another guest. I'm super excited for this one. We have Angel's seventh round pick from 2001 from Arkansas. He's been doing some big things, was able to watch him pitch last year. Ryan Costiu, all the way from Tri-City. How are you doing? Yep. Good, man. How are you? 21. Did yeah, I, what did, I say? What you I did I say? say 2001. Oh, I gotta give him a hard time, uh, Ryan. It's it's uh, the best. It's okay. the best. <laughs> I'm the worst. I'm the worst at this. I don't get paid to do this. We just do this for fun. So, but uh, but how you doing, man? <laughs> I'm good. How are you guys? I'm not doing too oh, bad. I'm doing fantastic <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are. This is this is fantastic. I I, I love it, guys. This Nate, you want to take over start. for me? Hot start out of the gate. It yeah, is right. a hot start. Nate, 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 you get take over next time. You're the only one that's going to be on the show next time. Not me. I'm taking a day off. But uh, but super excited to. Uh, to have Ryan on talk a little bit of baseball and first let's start off with a little rapid fire we did this with uh with some other guys to start the season off you okay with doing a little rapid fire I don't know that I have a choice <laughs> it's easy they're <laughs> easy I promise all right, so. all right all right fine all right so let's get this going here best baseball movie uh Bull Durham. all right all right all right uh what flavor seed do you eat in low sodium Ooh, that's a good one. I like that. I like that. We did have a, uh, a sunflower seed incident in double A last year. Um, I'm not going to name any names, but if you watch this show, you know who it was. Um, what's flavor Gatorade? Cool blue. I like it. He's with me. That's a good, that's a good one. Absolutely. Um, let's go on to uh, what flavor gum you eat. Original bubble. Love it. Absolutely love it. Um, if you're starting, are you a home jersey, away jersey, or an alternate jersey picker? What do you, what do you pick there? An away by like the gray and home by white? Or like, uh, I think an I think an all gray uniform is like the cleanest look in baseball. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. Um, what is your walk-up slash walk-out song? Um, it's been a couple of different things in the past. Uh, last year in college, it was Desperado by Rihanna. 
Um, I have a little Rob Zombie heavy metal phase in junior college. <laughs> um, right now, if I had to pick it, um, the the song off the bus in spring training was uh, Fuss and Fight by Co Wetzel. Ooh. Love it. Absolutely love it. A little, kind of a little bit of everything there. Kind of really like it. Like it. So that's all I got for you. Just wanted to keep get things warmed up before we get going. But first, guys, again, if you could subscribe to this podcast wherever you're watching or listening here, um, you can follow myself on Twitter at Jared underscore Tim's Nate at Nate Green thirty four, and of course, Brian. Where can these guys? Where can everybody follow you on Twitter? Uh, Twitter is our costume. Absolutely, go do that. Does some fantastic stuff, and again, probably going to be a uh, major leaguer at some point. Super, uh, super excited again. That's certainly the plan. Yeah, that is absolutely the plan. So uh, let's start this off. Got some questions for you. We were talking about it off the air, but, you know, how's the housing situation look like? This is the first year that Major League Baseball and Minor League Baseball have given housing to minor leaguers. Um, how's it going up there? Um, I mean, man, it's I've only been here for a day, and so far so good. Sweet. Um, we, we really haven't had too many issues. It's clean. It's comfortable. It has It really has everything we need, like, we were all a little bit concerned of like, you know, are we going to show up and it's going to be, you know, beds on the floor and no pots and pans. But like, honestly, like it is something like comfortable that like, like if I sent this a picture of this to my mom, she wouldn't be concerned about it. Put it to you that way. Fantastic. That's great that's to important. hear. Yeah. That's, that's Absolutely. huge. That's if huge. mom doesn't approve, then it's not good. So that's <laughs> right. important. I feel like, I feel like it's a fair way to put it. Like it is. Like if I texted a picture to my mom and she was like, Oh honey, like we need to do something about that. Yeah. Like, but but genuinely like it's it's safe it's they're nice um they're fairly newly renovated like we we got a pretty good setup so far that's again fantastic to hear better than uh guys staying in motorhomes and guys you know sleeping in clubhouses and such like that so yeah huge huge fantastic um excited to see you know what continues for for minor leaguers here you know i'm thinking this is just the first step but um yeah, this is that's that's huge to hear. Great to hear from you. Um, next question. Let's get on a draft day, shall we? Drafted in the seventh round in two thousand and twenty-one. Got a. You know, there you go. Two thousand and twenty-one. Proud of you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Um, what was that day like? Were you expecting it? You know, was it maybe a, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think there's, you know, obviously, we'll go with hopeful expectations. Uh, you know, I wasn't a bulletproof concrete day two guy we knew that it could be day two could be day three could be you know a lot of conversations could be a lot of offers thrown on the table that we had split second decisions to make um so it was a but it was also a monday so like my parents went to work everybody like it was it was like a very like normal day it wasn't this like you know throw a big draft party and and do this whole thing it was um I hung out with my nephew. Um, he's 12. We played MLB The Show. I have pictures of us playing MLB The Show in the living room, and I have sitting watching the draft tracker between my legs, answering phone calls and texts from my agent while I'm playing the show. Um, I actually got drafted. Um, I don't. I think it's a pretty like NorCal only chain, but I don't know if you've ever heard of Nation's Hamburgers. I haven't. No. Uh, it's like a it's like a, a Northern California chain where I'm from. Um, but I got drafted in the nation's parking lot. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> um, so like, that's again, awesome. like the coolest Monday of my life for sure. But like, honestly felt like a very regular Monday. That's good. But you, do you remember what you ordered at least? Um, yeah, I think I had it. Ooh, I did, I did two cheeseburgers. I'm not a big French fry guy. So 
if I'm hungry, I'll opt for an extra burger instead of the fries. That's awesome. That's, 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 uh, that's cool to hear a day that again, you'll never forget. Obviously. I mean, you remember what you ate. You remember it was a Monday. Um, gotta ask, I mean, was it always the angels? Was it like, man, the angels looked at me a couple times and, uh, during games, talked to them and then, or was it some other teams looking at you too? No, I had literally never talked to the angels. Oh. Um, when I got, when I got drafted, the phone number, and I mean, I guess this happens to a lot, a lot of guys in terms of like, depending on who calls you, you may not have their phone number, but like, I'd never talk to the Angels. The Angels were never like a, oh, like this is a pick that we should really focus on here because of this is a team we've talked to a ton. Um, you know, I've actually been kind of surprised and I've heard that from multiple other guys throughout our draft class, which tells me that um, obviously with drafting that many pitchers, they had a plan, but it also tells me that they took a very analytical mindset into the draft. I mean, that's the only way that like, it's the only way it makes any sense. Like, you know, what are you looking at if you really haven't had a whole lot of like personal communication um, with a player? And I think it like, honestly, like I think they were looking at like game makeup and then just like, what do we look like stuff wise on paper, which for the way the culture of the organization is going, like makes a lot of sense. Like guys want to win and they want to win right now. And we're going to go wherever and do whatever we have to do to get the guys we think we can win with right now. Yeah, and that's been something that uh, that we've talked about on this show many of times. It's the minor league record and, a su- and mm-hmm. such like that, and and how to differentiate between development and winning in the minor leagues too. Because I think both of those are very, very important things. You know, like it's the same. Yeah, I think it's the exact mm-hmm. same at this point too. You know, you can't just worry about winning, but if you're winning, you probably developing is at the you same probably time develop, too. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a very interesting concept. And like we talked with uh, Kenny Rosenberg, and we talked with a bunch of guys about, you know, the difference between winning and development. And, and there's been a huge shift in trying to win more games in the minor leagues now compared to just yeah. like de- just development in a sense. Like nobody cares about winning. It's like just such an eye mindset, which you also have to have a little bit too because it is baseball is a yeah. you game in a sense. So mm-hmm. I just think it's such a such an interesting concept to like think about and try to break down, but I don't know if there's, like, yeah, I would answer. say too, in terms of like thinking about winning, I think you could almost take it a step deeper with what our organization is trying to do. Like, especially you look at the, you know, you look at the double A and the high A rosters, obviously there's, there's some really good younger prospects that are starting in that IE team right, right now. But if you look at the Tri-Cities and the Rocket City roster, you can really group areas of players together and I think that while they're trying to get us to win they're trying to teach us how to win together as a group that's Um, huge the it was it was really interesting like I think instructs last year was a huge step forward um you know we had quite a guy quite a bit of guys come back that weren't necessarily last year's draft um but you know they kept that young core group together they truly you know one financially invested in recently but also like believe like okay these are the homegrown pieces we have that we think we can win with you know what two three four five years down the road like it that seems like a long ways away but we're gonna blink and it's gonna be here absolutely and that's how you become the dodgers and the astros and the yankees rather than those one hit wonder teams in a sense that like Mm -hmm. come and they make the playoffs or they make two world series berth and then next year it's like well you know we start struggling i think that's the first important key so that's fantastic to hear that the angels are changing it up in a sense and trying to be better in the future and now 
because I think that that's, yeah. that's, that's a big, big, big first step. So, I mean, you, you touched on analytics. Are you big into that? Uh, like rap Soto, you get the Edtronic camera out there and all that fun stuff. Or you, yeah. You I mean, I, I like it. I understand it. For, I'm going to give myself fairly well. I'm not going to, I'm not going to pat myself on the back on that one too much just because there's so much to understand. Okay. Um, I, played it to college programs where it was pretty prevalent and part of our development. Um, and I'm super grateful for that just because like walking into the door in professional baseball with an understanding, even if it was just a base level understanding, like you're so much further ahead of guys who are like trying to learn professional baseball and trying to learn it at the same time. Cause it's so integrated in the game. Um, you know, I think that there's, there's a place for it, but it's a tool. That's all it is. It's not the game. Um, it's a tool. It's a, it's a way that, you know, certain guys can get a better understanding of what's going on. You're, you're still going to have your, you know, guys that can just pitch that just know how to like, I can sit here, I can read your swing and I can just tear you apart. Same thing with guys that can just flat out rake. Um, but I think that what analytics does is for your kind of middle of the road guys, it certainly opens your door a little bit more. I think. Those are, they're great coaching tools, you know, but you, I don't exactly. think you can solely rem, like rely on them. They're fantastic to like, and I've been told this, I don't know who told me this ever, but numbers just back up what is true, you know, like at exactly. the end of the day. And exactly. that's, what, that's what those numbers are telling you. It takes the guess out of it. It yeah. takes the, you know, some guy who's been you know coaching professional baseball for 40 years that thinks he sees something like now I have a number to like connotate it towards. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. And you're not looking at, I mean, my, the best example that I give is like, you look at like an Adam Ottavino slider and it's like, okay, like, yeah, it's loopy and you can think it's a high spin efficiency slider, but then once you get the numbers on it, it's like, okay, yes, now it is a high efficiency slider. I love the high efficiency slider. That's my favorite. But uh, um, besides the, the point, sweep, Nate, the sweeper, the sweeper is the pitch right now. Yes. I absolutely love it. I do. Um, Nate, I know you had a couple questions for Ryan. Yeah, but sweeper, the the athletic just came out with the Yankees uh, slider thing. Fantastic read if you guys get a chance for that. But, uh, Ryan, you got a chance to play at one of the best programs in the country. Uh, you got, to, got a chance to be a part of the number one team in the country. You were at Arkansas. What was that like? What was it like playing for Dave Van Horn? Also, what was it like culture-wise there? Because I know that's a big thing that we like to talk about. What does the culture of a winning team look like for you? I think the culture of it is very interesting in that it's not your average college program at all. Um, and that even took me time getting used to, even though, you know, I came in the door with two years of college under my belt. But, like, I came from a, a super gritty junior college where, like, everybody wore the exact same uniform. Everybody had to shave before the game. Like, it was very, like – we and I don't think Arkansas was like not that way but it's nine of the most talented 18 to 22 year olds you've ever seen on the field and like how do we all do our job to the best of our abilities so that we win games and obviously there's a there's a level of like personal relationship that kind of glues everybody together but that was like Arkansas prepared me so much for professional baseball because how much they run that team like a professional team it's you know you're not going to perform we have another guy right behind you that will um which is a an interesting balance of like you have to learn how to play how to like not play scared um you know especially as a bullpen piece last year like i had the best closer in the country behind me like i my leash was like that long 
so, you know, I knew in the back of my mind, that like, okay, if I screw up here, like I'm going to get pulled. You just have to get over it. Yep. And you just have to like, learn how to like, I'm going to go out here. I'm going to do my job. And like, I'm going to control the things that I can. And after that, you know, coaches make coaching decisions. That's not my job. Um, so I think that that, that was the number one takeaway and the number one thing that made the transition to professional baseball almost seamless. That's um, huge. Yeah. And my buddy has, has mentioned some of the same things. He was there a year or two before you. Um, so yeah, very similar answer. I think that's kind of what's great about Arkansas is they really prepare you for the major league. So absolutely. Uh, did, did you have a teammate that you were like, man, this guy's going to be a big leaguer like now, like you play um, with some really, really good players. I know. I know Dayton Morris yeah. kid was on that team. Um, um, go ahead. Obviously, obviously, um, Kevin, Kevin Copps, um, you know, p- potentially right the, the greatest, you. the greatest season of as a college baseball pitcher ever. Um, you know, he's going to be a big leaguer right away because he has big league tools and he has a big league brain. Um, the thing I also love about Kev is like Kev is, I and I will stand by this is like the best human being I've ever met in my life which just makes him an, an incredible teammate. Yeah. Um, in terms of like a dude with just flat out big league tools, um, I put Caden Wallace at the top of my list. Okay. Um, he played outfield for us last year. He's playing third base and hitting leadoff for him right now. Plus speed, plus arm, plus bat. Like it, it's, he's the most five tool player I've ever seen in my life. And I've played, you know, all over the SEC last year with, yep. with absolute dudes. Um, all over California as a kid growing up. Like, I've seen tons of first-round picks, tons of guys who are in the show now, and Caden Wallace is, like, really close to the top of the list. That's That's uh, awesome. Yeah, that's great to hear, especially, I mean, probably a top-ten pick this year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, as, a, as a sophomore eligible, too. Yeah, yeah. sophomore eligible. That's that's uh, that's pretty impressive. And I know I know we kind of wanted to touch on Dave uh, Dave Van Horn a little bit. That guy is uh, a legend in the game. How, how is playing he is for him? In, he is intense, is how I would explain him. Um, yeah, he, he's a lot. Um, and there's a, there's just, there's a reason he's so good, is like he knows how to push guys like to their limit and then make them find another limit. Um, you know, is he the most lovey-dovey going to give you a big hug after the game coach in the world? Absolutely not. He's probably the farthest thing from that. But in terms of like teaching people, like, like teaching boys how to be grown men and like get the absolute most out of their baseball career. Like, I don't, I don't know if there's anybody better. There was ever a, was there ever a moment like, man, this guy's going to kill us? Like, I know I've had that on college teams. I don't, know, I don't know that I could talk about this moment. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. So there have been moments. I, I know that we've all been there as That's former the college yeah. players where it's yeah. like, oh, we no. like play I know this. exactly what I know exactly what we're talking about, but yep. the amount of vulgar words that I would have to spit out <laughs> to, to explain those stories, like we're just going to, we're going to leave it at yes. It wasn't even straight. It wasn't even running. It was just the vulgar swearing that happened. That was, that no, was yeah, no, we part. never see. That was the thing is like, it was again, very much like professional baseball. Like I can't name a time where we really had to do like physical punishment. Um, you know, you hear a lot of ba- college baseball programs, you know, you get swept at home on the weekend and you run polls all day on Monday. Like it was never like that, but it was like the most stern talking to you've ever had in your life where you were just, scared within an inch of your life and it was only words yep 
Okay, I think again, I think we've all been there, and I yeah, didn't. I hated, that. I hated that coaching. Like I was a coach, and I was scared of our head coach. I was like, dude, we're <laughs> this is not going to be a fun one here. I get to watch you guys run, watch you guys run, run, and watch you yell, watch him yell. But like, I don't want to be a part of this. Like, I'm just going to kind of go away. So yeah. I think we've all been there. So Nate, you got anything else for Ryan before we let him go? I was just going to say you you were part of two two pretty cool teams last year. What was your most memorable experience in the minor league so far? I know that's a tough one. Oh, no, no. I got this one. Um, so, when I got moved up to Tri-Cities, um, we played Eugene um, that last week of the season. And there's a kid who was three years above me in high school. Uh, his name's Armani Smith. He's an outfield prospect for the Giants. Uh, played at UC Santa Barbara. Um, and he was on that Eugene team. And I was not very good in high school. Um, so, like, when he would have been a senior, I'd have been a sophomore and, like, a very like bottom tier JV player as a sophomore in high school. So I was like, this dude's got no idea who I am. And he found out that I was on the team. And like the first day during BP, like came up and gave me a huge hug and was like, dude, I'm so proud of you. This is so cool. This is awesome. Like, you know, you did great during the college year. And I was like, I genuinely like, wasn't going to say anything because I thought he had no idea who I was. And like, he so came awesome. and said, said hi to me. And like, that was, just because it was such a personal level, uh, you know, obviously, you know, my family getting to watch my, my pro debut because we were in California, like stuff like that was cool. But like on the most personal level, like that's been like cool so far. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome to hear. I mean, it's a, it's a brotherhood. Um, I, we haven't been there, but it's, it's for sure a brotherhood. Everybody kind of knows. No, that, absolutely. That's awesome to hear that. So man, again, thanks for jumping on and talking with us here. Um, absolutely. good luck this season. Uh, I'm hoping that you're out of Tri-City before I'm able to get up there um, and into AA and uh, hopefully AAA with the way that uh, this team's promoting guys. But uh, but if you're out there, I, I hope to see you as well. So Absolutely. Well, uh, gentlemen, have a great evening, and uh, thank you guys. Thanks, Ryan. Have a good night. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.